Here's how you know a relationship is a good relationship for you. It makes you feel better about yourself, not worse. It makes you feel more loved. So if you are not getting those things, it's a relationship you can't be in. Here is today's case. She's very selfish. She's a liar. She stole from my father and from me. How do I steal from my own bank account? You went into the account and you took the money. Yeah. And that's what you did. My ex is controlling. I've gotten a random phone call first thing in the morning. She's had a complete attitude with me, swearing up and down that I knew exactly who was calling me. When you're at your ex's house washing his clothes, cooking his food, and doing his laundry, but not doing it at your marital home, certain things do get questioned. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience and it's filled with your super fans. Today's super fan of the day is Sophia from Nashville, Tennessee. Sophia, welcome to Divorce Court. We're so happy to have you with us today. Your Honor, this is the case of Martin versus Rush. Thank you, Juan. Ms. Sharonda Martin? Yes, Your Honor. You have brought Ms. Erica Rush. Yes, Your Honor. To Divorce Court today, you are suing for $400 that you say she stole from your bank accounts? Yes, Your Honor. And I understand you also have a witness with you today, Ms. Gaynell Robinson. Yes, Your Honor. Thank you for being here, Ms. Robinson. I'll hear from you shortly. I'd like to hear from you, Ms. Martin, first. I understand the two of you have actually been married for four years, and not only are you suing for money, but also to dissolve the marriage and the relationship. Yes. What happened? Give me some background, ma'am. So, my ex is controlling. She's very selfish. She's a liar. She stole from my father and from me. And she wants a divorce, but is still texting me, asking me to come back home. Hmm. So, I am ready to let her be free. That's why we're here. Okay. Miss Rush, what do you have to say about that, ma'am? <laughs> Well, as much as I do love my wife and wish she would come home, she's an inconsiderate, disrespectful individual where it's either her way or the highway. So, yes, please help her find the exit. So, you wish she would come home? I mean, I've been trying for two months to get her to come home since she's been gone. Why? Because I have a wife and I want to abide by my vows and try to make something work. And I only ask why, because of all the things you said yeah. about why the relationship isn't working out, but you said you still and want her to come back. Let me, let me not forget that. She's a hypocrite. So you just wanted to add one more yeah, to the reasons why you want her to come home? I mean, I want her to come home because right. she's my wife and I do love her. And if we go through some type of me mediation, it could possibly work, but she's not willing to do that. What so. has happened? Because the two of you have known each other for nine right. years. So it's been a long time. Yes. Give me some background. What so, happened? We met nine years ago. We were in South Carolina. We moved from there to Ohio because my father became ill. So we stayed with my sister for a period of time to get up on our feet, to take care of my father, to uh, help set things, you know, in order as he was passing on. Mm -hmm. So in the process of, well, him going through the change of life, mm -hmm. some family members mentioned that uh, his money was missing out of his account. So when the money came up missing out of the account, a family member questioned me, and my ex was in the car with us at the time, and uh, my ex decided to say that I didn't know anything about this situation at the time, mm -hmm. that it was something that 
she did on her own and that the money was gone. Okay, so let me just understand this. You moved back to the same town where your father was living. Yes. And there was an account opened up in his name? Yes, and hers and his. When you say her, you mean her? Yes. Miss Rush's name? Yes. She was put on the account with your dad? Yes. Why? They had the same bank. Okay. So the family member that worked it out had them open the account together. Mm-hmm. What happened after your dad passed away? There was a discovery made about his account? Yes. So right when uh, there was getting ready to be the funeral, there was the conversation that my family came to me and said, Sherry, you know, what's going on? I heard that you emptied out your father's bank accounts. And I said, no, I had nothing to do with that. And because of my ex doing that, we were about... How do you know she did? She said, she said it with my family member so, in so, the car. So you went to her and Lies. said, do you know anything about this because your name is on the account? No. My family member had us sitting in the car together, questioned me about it. And she spoke up. And she spoke up. At that time, she spoke and up said and she said... she took the money. She took the money. And that caused a huge issue with your family? Yes, to the point where I wasn't allowed to go to my father's funeral. Mm. And the only reason that I ended up being able to be there was because the person who didn't want me there was late. How much so money was it? the police didn't know how to escort me out. I... It was the first and only Social Security check, so it might have been $500 to $700. Why did you take the money, Ms. Rush? I didn't take the money, first of all. So, but did you say you did in the car? No, in the I didn't, actually. You never said that? I never said I took the money. Okay. Because I opened an account mm -hmm. and added her father to my account so that he had somewhere to put his Social Security money. Okay. Okay. That's sure. I sat down in her sister's living room, or actually the dining room, and we sat down and discussed. And Gaynell said, now you know daddy will want us to have that money. They said, go ahead and take care of my sister. So the money that was spent was spent on the sister and Gaynell's birthday party at the time. Okay, so you did use that money, your, yeah. but you say you did it with permission. Correct. And it was used like for I a just birthday took party. It to do what I wanted to do. But you with. used it for a birthday party and some other things. And to help with our, our living, yes. Okay, ma'am, would you step up, please? You're a witness to this? Yes, ma'am. Okay, please step up. I'd like to hear from yes, you. Yes, please. Erica took the money. She did whatever she did with the money. How do you know that? Because my sister told me why she had knowledge of it. Why were you being held responsible for that? Because they were living in my house. At that time, you were told by Ms. Martin that Ms. Rush admitted to taking the money? Ms. Robinson, how do you know Ms. Martin and Ms. Rush? This is my sister and this is her wife. Okay. You say you have information about what happened to the money in your dad's account? This is new to me, coming here, hearing that I had anything to do with Erica and the birthday party or any of that. I'm not a thief, and I've never been a thief, and I definitely wouldn't steal from my dying father for a birthday party. So I'm appalled and offended that she would even include me in this. What do you say happened? Erica took the money. She did whatever she did with the money. How do you know that? Because my sister told me once she had knowledge of it. At that time? Not at that time. Once I was I losing was... my father. I knew that I was not allowed at my funeral, my father's funeral, nor was my sister, and I had no understanding why we were being mistreated the way we were. I had no understanding. I didn't know nothing that Erica was doing. Her and my sister was over there taking care of my father. That's why she had access to his account, because they were his caregivers. 
At that time, you were told they didn't want you to come to the funeral because Ms. Rush said that this money had been used no, for you all? No, because the money was gone. Because it was gone. Why were you being held responsible for that? I have no idea, because they were living in my house. Okay. So that's how I got grouped into okay. it, because she was staying with me. At that time, you were told by Ms. Martin that Ms. Rush admitted to taking the money? Yes. And that was a conversation that you said happened in the car? Yes, after okay. my father passed away when a family member came up okay. for the funeral. Okay, and I just want to be clear. What did Ms. Rush say to you in the car indicating that she had taken this money out of the account? That she took the money because she was helping us live and that I didn't know anything about it until afterwards. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate your testimony. I wanted to get clarity on that because that became a big issue. And then there are a number of things that have happened since then. You said that the two of you just had a tumultuous relationship, that you would have to... You had an issue with Ms. Rush writing down all of the contacts in your phone. We have cell phones. She uh -huh. has her own, I had my own. She would keep a lock code on hers or a security code on her cell phone. My cell phone, I didn't have a security code. I didn't have a lock code. I didn't care. You're my wife. You should be able to access my phone whenever you want to. So she would take complete advantage of that. So she went into my phone and she wrote down all my contacts lists. She took that sheet of paper and posted it up on our apartment door. On the outside of the door? On the inside of the door, just so she could have access to all of the numbers in my phone. I don't know. Okay. I've gotten a random phone call first thing in the morning, you know, wrong caller. She's had um, a complete attitude with me swearing up and down that I knew exactly who was calling me. How is it even a wrong though number when they had your name? It was the wrong number. They said your name. It's a wrong number. What was the point of you writing down the, all the contacts in I the phone? I didn't write down all the contacts. Okay. Because she has logic. If I'm not talking to her, then I'm talking to somebody else. And this was towards the end of the relationship where mm -hmm. she wasn't talking to me. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to know who she was talking to since she wasn't talking to me. Okay. So I wrote down new contacts in her phone, not all contacts. Okay. I was curious. Ask her who she was talking to on her phone, though, while she was getting calls at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning, going to the bathroom and outside, answering her random phone calls, text messages, not telling me who she was talking to, where she was going when she'd be out until the sun came home. All of those fun things, though, you know, she had to write down my contact Well, list. you know, when you're at your ex's house washing his clothes, cooking his food, and doing his laundry, but not doing it at your marital home, I mean, you know certain things do get questioned. She went on my page and marked me as single. I deleted that post and then went up and made my own post. Which is this. Went to sleep married, woke up whole single. Now, I have to say, I have a lot of 20-year-olds and if they come in this courtroom, th this is some stuff that I expect them to do. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. The two of you got evicted. In Florida, yes. In Florida. What happened? Because I understand that was recent history. Yes. So we stayed in Florida for six months. And in the six months that we stayed there, my wife worked five jobs. In those six months that we stayed there, my 
limited income is not enough to cover all expenses. So we ended up to having to move. What do you say was happening? Why were you changing jobs so often? Well, because it was happy. either too far for her to travel, we had to worry about gas, but mind you, we were going to Florida so that I could spend time with my family. Mm -hmm. We could have stayed at my family's home rent-free, but her dog had to be a dog and be outside, so she chose to get a place that was $1,000 way out of our income. $1,000 so, a month. Correct. Mm -hmm. So I had to now work instead of spending time with my family like I was supposed to, like I did for her, instead of doing that, so yeah. So, five jobs in, in six months? Uh, it wasn't yes, five jobs. Five, it was five jobs. I worked at the months. restaurant, I worked at the call center, and then I worked at the other restaurant before we left. Three jobs Three is jobs. still more than I needed to have, but again, if my wife had my support or was supportive, that wouldn't have been an issue. You're suing for $400. Yes. She said you stole this money from her and that you broke into her social media account as well and was posting things in her social media. What happened? So she went into my phone while I was sleeping, went through the three different cards that I have, the three different accounts, and emptied them out to zero status. Then I woke up the next morning to a social media post that I had not posted. Now, mind you, social media isn't supposed to be important. But, <laughs> but she went dog. on social media to mark me, instead of being married, to being single. So because I did your page on my page, not her own page, she went on my page and marked me as single. She had conversations with my family, all of that, on this post as me. I deleted that post and then went up and made my own post. Which is this. Yes. So went to sleep married, woke up whole single. Wow, guess I'm set up for an interesting day. Right. Yep. Miss Rush. Yes. Did you log in to her social media and mark her as single. I did. Now, I have to say, I have a lot of 20-year-olds that come in this courtroom. This, this is some stuff that I expect them to do. I wasn't in the right frame of mind at the time. Yeah, I did that. Okay, and then you go on and you, you start acting like you're her and responding to people? Actually, when I was responding to people, I didn't even realize that I was still on her phone. I thought I was on my phone at the time, because, yeah. Well, you know her phone. You know the do. difference Actually, between the phones. Actually, no, not really. Well, I think you do. And then you also went to her bank accounts? Yeah, but I did pay that back. I took a $150, a hundred of that was going towards rent, which got so paid. So, let, let me just, let me just back up for a second, because whether or not you paid it back... Okay. You went into her yeah, bank did. accounts without her permission. Yeah. Okay, it's not, it's not, just yeah. Just like she uses my bank card without my permission. Ma'am, 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 yes, ma'am. It's not, yeah, and you shrug your shoulders. You can't do that. Not only is it wrong, it's also illegal. Okay. And it appears to be a bit of a pattern with you. You have a problem with other people's bank accounts. No, the one with the yeah. fathers is my bank account. Miss Rush, I'm going to tell you something. I, I, don't, I believe the conversation that she said she heard in the car. I believe it. Okay. And you, you know what, Miss Rush? Further evidence of it? You have no problem going to people's bank accounts because you did it again. Yeah. You have no right to do that. How do I steal from my own bank account? It, you just told me... We're not, we're not going to go through this. You I'm just asking. told me you went into the account oh, and you took account. the money. Yeah. And that's what you did. Yeah. So you owe her the $400. That wasn't how much I took out of well, her it account. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter. You know why I'm not going to believe you? Because you stole the money. So you if coming you in so. court telling me today I paid it back, I don't, I don't, again, I don't need the thumbs up. I don't need the attitude from you, Miss Rush. That's fine. I'm here to resolve a legal dispute and this is what it is. Okay. You don't have the authority 
to go and take money out of people's bank accounts. The second time I've heard about it in this case. have been hurt by each other through the course of this relationship so much so that you either spend your time lashing out at the other person or being on the defensive waiting for what you think is going to be the next attack and it's not healthy being in each other's presence in the midst of all of this anger and all of this resentment you're just going to continue to lash out and hurt each other there are certain things that you can't come back from and you have to decide how you're going to move forward because what you can't do is try to stay in their relationship and punish each other. And that is exactly what's going to happen if she goes back into the household. You say on the one hand, she's a hypocrite, she's not trustworthy, she's all these things, but yes, I want her to come back into my house. That is the definition of dysfunction. Oh, and she wants alimony too, Your Honor. Well, that's not happening in this courtroom On today. On my fixed income, she wants alimony. You want to talk about how you're supposed to take my last name after six months and four years later you're still a Martin? You were you supposed to You want to talk about keeping your word? Your wife. You want to keep about that? You were but supposed cool. to be honoring your marriage vows and doing what and you were supposed to do, too. It wasn't just me. You bring me a Slim Jim from the store. Oh, and I what never the... did that? And that's and honor, I didn't Miss Martin and, and Miss Rush. Miss Martin and Miss Rush. See, there's the layers to this. You have no there's idea. layers. I mean, you just went back to four years ago. You, you two, you have to spend some time unpacking some things that have happened between the two of you in the last four years because you just went back to something that took place when the two of you first got married and you're still angry about it four years later. And I'm going to tell you something. The two of you individually, you should talk to someone mm -hmm. because you're both angry and you're both hurting. What you don't want to do is go forward and make other people pay for what you say are the mistakes and the hurtful things that happen between the two of you because that's when the harm continues. The $400, you owe her. And you've got to stop going in people's bank accounts for money that does not belong to you. Good luck to all of you. <laughs> Good luck on that one. Ms. Ms. Rush, one more thing. I'm going to say this because this is civil court. The next time, you could be in criminal court. So I'm giving you a warning. I love J Judge Faith's ruling. I completely am in agreement with her right now. We both need to be separate. We do not need to ever get back together. As far as that $400, I think it's a complete scam. That's what I get for being nice. Won't happen again. I want to try to work on my marriage because I'm a firm believer in vows, but you can't beat a dead horse, and it's obviously just got flies all around it. I definitely feel like I have closure now. I get the money back, that I don't have to deal with her anymore, that I don't have to talk to her anymore.